part of the Press Play Podcast Network. It's the most wonderful time of the year. I'm going to need you to stop. With those kids jiggle belling and everyone stop. telling you'll be a good cheer. Look at what you're doing. <clears throat> to I'm our, singing so good that this might get a copyright strike. I'm all it's the most wonderful time please, for the love of, of God. the year. I was trying to make it sound like I'm a commercial already, since it's on TV. I'm already dealing with this at my house. I'm talking about football. Oh, well, it sounded like a Christmas song, and my wife is already putting up Christmas shit. Remix. At our house. Wait, you have decorations going up? Oh, the trees are already okay. up. All right, we need to stop. You yes, need to you need to stop. All right, first I'm off, already is, dealing with this it. is the Ball Card Show, the Esports Podcast. For the Esports Collector. I'm Jason Otero. I'm Gary Lamaster. And as always, we're brought to you by the Press Play Podcast Network. All right, let's get into this. <laughs> that was really, really like okay. like the meth version of our what intro. Is, what is the date today? In November the, the 2nd. November the 2nd, 2023, in the year of our Lord. Okay. Ah. <sighs> We just made it past Halloween, Satan's birthday. We did. And there are decorations going up in your home for Christmas. One, I'm loving the fact that you just called it Satan's birthday. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, to, yes. So uh, in my wife's defense, and there's not much of a defense for this, but in her defense, we leave for vacation in just a few days and are going to be gone until the week of Thanksgiving. So... That's normally when she decorates, and she didn't want to come home tired and then worry yeah. about decorating. She wanted when did to come she home. start vacation? She started vacation about four hours ago. And then when are you leaving? The, the, the 9th. Which is how many days eighth away? 8th or 9th. Uh, it's Tuesday, so five You have days. just committed to early November decorating from now on. I just, I just want you to be aware. You have just moved the date up. You have so, given up ground. You've decided it's not here's, a fight worth fighting. Yes, and that's true. But so, here's, here's but the thing. Now, I don't decorate squat. I know. I know. But it's not about that. Can What is it about men that it just wears us out to see decorations two months before something happens? Because it feels very rushed. And time already goes insanely fast. And the older I get, the faster it gets. So I don't need Christmas here any sooner than it's already going to be here. Also, this is kind of sad but true. When I see Christmas decorations and I'm anywhere in public, I feel stressed because I know there's going to be way more people than I want to see. Yes. It's going to be hot. The good news is, is I don't go into public very much. That's not true. Mm. You go shopping all the time. I do? But, yes, you do. But you just shop for yourself, so you ignore those things because you're buying yourself <laughs> things. 100%. But at what point, okay, so when is it too soon? When is it too soon for Christmas decorations? Well, according to my wife, never. Um, I would say that now is too soon. I'm a big, like, maybe the week of Thanksgiving, if you're taking some vacation time and you want to get ahead of things a little bit, I'm okay with that being the case. But I do not think that there is a functional reason for there to ever be Christmas decorations up in the month of October. And technically, she started decorating, I think, on Sunday, which would have been still in the month of October. Okay, so I'm calling bullcrap on this being about vacation. It was a good excuse, a good reason, but it's wrong. 
I, I don't disagree with you, but as you said, it's definitely not a fight that's worth fighting. So let's carry this into any other holiday. Okay. Uh, Fourth of July. I don't decorate for Fourth of July. Well, if you did, May, would that be too soon? Well, technically, it's the same decorations as there would be for Memorial Day, which is also in May. Well played. All right, let's go to Easter. People decorate for Easter? Bro, do you not live in the suburbs? People decorate for Easter. Oh, Easter bunnies? Are you kidding me? Are you talking about like the inflatable shit in people's yards? Bro, I make a cave. I do an empty tomb in my yard. Please don't. I wait for kids to walk by and I kick the stone and I'm just Please. like, Rah! Please don't. No, nah, that's a lie. <laughs> but, okay, uh, Valentine's Day, December. Fake holiday. Okay, uh, let's keep this going. Thanksgiving. Not really a decorations holiday. September, too soon? What decorations go up for Thanksgiving? Like a wreath? Cornucopias. Like, technically, that's just a fall thing. You don't like pictures of pilgrims up? No. Oh, we wear buckled shoes for two months. <laughs> I guess what I'm getting at Wooden is... Wooden ones? When did it become okay? This is a slippery slope. It became okay somewhere. When we were kids, this did not happen. No. It, it did sometime, not happen. Sometime in my late teens, I think, is when they started having a lot of the malls doing, like, Christmas in July shit. Is it just all retail? Is it retail driven? Oh, what holiday isn't retail driven? Well, but, you know, I just like to get in the Christmas spirit. No, you don't. You want to shop. Yes. Also, while we're on a tangent, I'm going to go ahead and say it. No one saves money on Black Friday. You just buy more junk. There is no such thing as, quote, unquote, saving money by buying something on sale. All you did was spend a little bit less money than you would have spent. You didn't save any money. That's the myth. That's the myth. Because people going out don't actually stop there. They say, well, now that I got that for $30 less... I have $30 to spend on another good deal. Yeah, that's not how, yeah, I don't function that. Now, Krista, I will say this. I don't know whether Leslie does this or not. Krista, over the last five or six years, we don't actually go shopping. It's just Amazon deliveries every now that is freaking a, day. That's the, uh, that is one evolution of the Christmas season that I can get behind. Yes, million percent. When I was dating my wife. In high school, we lived in southern Indiana, middle of nowhere, and there was a couple times we got up at 3.45 to drive to Evansville, Indiana. Oh, oh it doesn't stop there. Uh, There's you, only so many stores in Evansville. You lost me at 3.45. Then we would drive up to Terre Haute or Jasper, or we would do a tour day southern Indiana. Nope. There is zero chance that I would participate in that at any point in my life. So... Put your decorations away, people. I'm glad that's where you went with that. <laughs> I was I didn't know what was happening. No, that's what's happening. That's kind of, I just, um, and here's the thing. It makes me dislike Christmas a little bit when I see it too soon. I already dislike Christmas. Now, now, that's too far. I just, I do. I'm not a big fan. I'm really shocked to hear you say that. I don't know what you want from me. You know, I'm really shocked that you're so contrarian about something as basic as Christmas. But here's the thing. You know what else Gary doesn't like? Smiling. There's a lot of... You know what else he doesn't do? Have fun. Here's what I... You know what else Gary doesn't like? (laughs) Kindness. Here's what I... You know what else is overrated? Patience. You know what's crazy is the thing that I enjoy the most about Christmas is giving things to people, but all the other shit that goes along with Christmas, I have no use for. Like, the day... That we spend, I'm not even going to say with family because I don't like a lot of my family. Um, 
But the day, like when hey, we Gary, come, when we come and hey, do Christmas hey, with you hey. and Leslie and the kids, I love that because I love on. giving you guys stuff. Can I just encourage you? Say what you feel. <laughs> I always do. One thing you never have to worry about with me is what I'm thinking or where never, you stand. Ever wonder? I know it's something else you like about Christmas. What's that? Um, multiple huge meals. Oh, that's fair. But it has to be like certain huge meals. Like some of the huge meals that I go to, not so great. Like one of the best things about my grandma getting really old is that she can't cook anymore. Love her. She's amazing. She can't cook to save her life. All right, so we've gone after your wife for decorating. (laughs) We've gone after your elderly grandmother who can no longer cook. She couldn't cook in ever but she did and we would literally eat a piece of turkey that sucked all the moisture out of our body immediately like you needed a gallon it of it turns you into jerky yes like you you needed a gallon of water after you tried to chew that piece of turkey breast you've communicated that you dislike the majority of your uh immediate and well we don't know if it's immediate family or just no, my immediate to... family i'm good okay yeah all right. well that's nice most of them well, uh, coming into the holiday season, <laughs> uh, this went about five minutes longer than it should have. Uh, a couple quick hobby things, and then what we're wanting to do in this episode is we're just going to run down the middle of the NFL season. Here we are. We're going to look at the AFC in this episode and talk through what I'm calling peekaboo or Ooh. buy opportunities. Okay. Do you like that? They're hitting their peak in the middle of the season. Maybe a good time to sell. That's a peekaboo. Or a buy opportunity is, hey, I still think this is a good price on somebody on this team. Uh, maybe worth picking them up. Yep. All right. So before we jump into that, uh, break down this golden auction vault situation that's been circling the interwebs. So long story short, person bought something on Golden's auction. I think they paid $9 for it with the buyer's premium. It's a card that's probably worth $80 to $100, maybe $150 on a really good day. They bought it. It was a PSA slab, and they chose to have it just transferred to their PSA vault. Pretty standard practice for people who collect a lot of PSA stuff and have a PSA membership. This happened, and then three or four days after it happened, suddenly the card was no longer in their vault. There was no communication. There was no nobody from Golden or PSA reaching out, telling them what was going on. They had to call multiple times. Finally, they got a refund of the $9 they paid and still didn't know what was going on. And then eventually they were told, well, by Golden, well, the person who listed the card made a mistake at the starting price that they listed it at, and they weren't comfortable with what it sold for. So you're getting your money back, and they got their card back. That is bullshit. Yeah. That's not how auctions work. Do you think they would have done that with a $50,000 item? No, but I guarantee you that the person that they did it for lists $50,000 items with them. And that's why they did it. Yeah, that's messed up. That was it in a nutshell. Like the whole point of them is, hey, do you want this handled with a white glove experience? That's Correct. what they're trying. They're trying to sell. Exp- like case in point, whenever you watch the Netflix show when Ken Golden threw out comps on items, oh, you were like, what? Okay, he's getting premiums <laughs> because that does not sell for that. Or he lives in Delusionville. This jersey, believe it or not, yeah, that I flew down here to Puerto Rico to see, which that collection was insane, is worth. All of the vital organs in San Juan <laughs> combined on the black market. No gallbladders. Yes. Okay. That was weird. Um, <laughs> uh, product releases. Not super excited. Well, you have tier, tier one. Tier one and um, Tops Gilded. Now, Tops Gilded, baseball, right? Yep. Baseball product. 
I remember that last year. I enjoyed watching it get ripped. People got murdered on like uh, random team breaks. It's a it's a very uh, it's a very lottery product. Yeah, if you've got some money and uh, don't mind not hitting a lot, and you're buying boxes, I think it's pretty cool. I was hopeful that I would see a lot of it on eBay and singles, but there wasn't a ton available. Well, it's a seven hundred dollar box, and the box has like six cards in it. So it's. It's, Whatever their version of base was, I was like, oh, I'll buy a bunch of base. You just didn't see it that much. Well, and it's not cheap. So no. I got into one break of it. I got the Reds in six boxes for like 40 bucks, trying to chase a Matt McClain. I hit one card. It was a Barry Larkin to 99. And the comps on it are 20 bucks, which is crazy. Not, to not me. the worst. <laughs> but still, like, yeah. it, it's a very limited checklist. Uh, the hits are big when you hit, but. I, too, have seen some brutal, brutal. I, I saw one half case where three of the six autos in the half case were Carlton Fisk. Ooh, Carlton Fisk super collectors. Also, I, I saw something the other day, speaking of Carlton Fisk, and it made me cringe. And I went, that's kind of a valid point. The meme said the best thing that ever happened to Carlton Fisk was Thurman Munson dying in a plane crash. Nothing? No response to that at all? So anyway, uh, <laughs> if you had to have one person that you would say has signed for tops more than anybody else, is it going to be Carlton Fisk or is it going to be Rod Carew? I have never seen more autographs than I've seen Rod Carew autographs come out of like Topps Tribute. Yeah, there's a lot of Rod Carew stuff out there. Which, it's weird to me that Rod Carew doesn't have more of a hobby presence than he does because with the Twins, it's him and Kirby. That's about it. That's it. Kirby gets all the love. Carew gets none. No Hall of Famer. Yep. All right. Uh, on to more sports news. <laughs> what do we got? <laughs> There's a lot of chuckling. Uh, state up north in Michigan's got a little bit going on. Oh, yeah. Um, it's funny watching Michigan fans twist in the wind uh, with all this that's going on. Uh, if here's what does suck for Michigan fans, the team is good. We don't know if they're good. They've well, beaten nobody. Well, in the over the last two years, they've drastically improved. That's that's fair. And they have been in a huge, I would say, slump for that program because it was a dominant program for yep. historically but over a hundred years. It appears. It appears there may be some reasons for that. Yeah. And yeah. They're substantial. You know, complete fairness and transparency here. We are diehard Buckeye fans. Um, so it breaks our heart to hear this because, um, well, actually it doesn't. No, I think that uh, realistically, there you have to either be a just delusional Michigan fan or just so ideologically opposed to the idea of circumstantial evidence that you're just blinded this scenario is about as open and closed as it gets this dude who was making 50 grand a year by the way no chance he was paying for this stuff no way is buying 50 yard line seats 15 rows up at all the games of the big name opponents that michigan might need to play and oh by the way it came out last week that not only that was the case, but he also happened to pass along a lot of that information to South Carolina's coaches 
who was a bad team last year, and then all of a sudden they beat two top ten teams in a row down the stretch that would have potentially been big headaches for yeah. Michigan if they had had to play them in the playoffs. It's pretty bad. It's insane. Uh, they retracted the contract offer. Yeah, to Harbaugh. Harbaugh. It, uh, it's going to end up to vacated wins. Harbaugh's probably going to lose his job. Here's what I hate about football and base all these sports. If it's happening and you are midseason, all right, decisions can be made sooner before this is a team that's capable of running very deep. They're ca- capable of making the playoffs, you know, with the ranking they have now. If they, if they win out, they will. Yeah, if they win out. Um, they're capable of going to the national championship. So when we n- – when we have a pretty good idea this is happening, and you have several months till bowl games. And Harbaugh's already under investigation for other violations. W- why can decisions not be made? And I don't mean just in this scenario. I look back, baseball has had the same thing happen. Miami, the Dolphins had some stuff going on a few years back that, you know, uh, with Brian Flores, things could have been looked at a lot sooner. What's, I mean, is there that much glad handing going on so in these scenarios? In college. It's the fact that the NCAA is the most incompetent, obtuse organization that has ever existed in the history of sports. Now, remember, Gary, don't forget to tell people how you feel. Um, the NCAA is a joke. I personally think in the next five to six years, the Power Five schools are going to tell the NCAA to go fly a kite. We're just going to do our own thing. Yeah. We'll govern ourselves. You guys have fun with women's field hockey. Do your thing. Mm-hmm. Um with the NFL, it's they have to cover their asses. Yep. Uh, the NCA isn't concerned about that, but they are concerned with self-importance. And the longer they drag something out, the more self-important they can feel about the end result. Um, so that's the scenario there. Do I think that it's dumb? Yeah. Do I think they could absolutely make a ruling on it right now? Yeah. Do I think they will? Potato chance. Yeah, and it doesn't make sense to me. It's not fair to whatever team. Let's say the Buckeyes lose next week and they take themselves out of playoff contention, right? Just hypothetically. <clears throat> it still sucks for whoever. <laughs> yeah. get beat by Michigan when there's a mountain of evidence they would let them play through these bowl games, collect a significant amount of cash. And then vacate all the wins later. Like, that's the part that nobody talks about. For these these big college programs, you make these big games millions and millions and millions of dollars. It's going to be what what I think is going to be really interesting now is now that this is all out, the big teams that there's no chance Michigan's doing this right now. There's too many eyes on them. And they still have two games against two pretty good teams left on their schedule in Penn State and Ohio State. And they're not going to have anybody's signals for those games. Yeah. So let's see how that looks. Do we know that they're not going to have anybody's signals? Well, I can't imagine that teams Ohio will be State, mixing it up just for like yes. I can't imagine that the big teams aren't going to change all their signals now, and I can't imagine that like even if even like, for example, like one of the things that Ohio State does with signaling to help other teams not be able to because it's nothing is illegal about stealing signals in the game. So if I'm playing another, if like Ohio State's playing Michigan. During the game, they're able to decipher Ohio State signals from the other sideline. Nothing illegal about that. It's no different than quarterbacks calling an audible and the linebackers run in to try to hear what's going on, which happens every time. Yes. Um, But one of the things Ohio State does is they have two people on the sideline, two backup quarterbacks signaling. They each have a different color on. 
even if all Michigan was able to suss out of their film that they got was which color jersey is live, that's a massive advantage for them. Mm -hmm. Massive advantage. In baseball, when you were trying to figure out how to steal signs, the only thing you were looking for, the similarity would be looking for the indicator. So third base coach or the manager in the dugout, would you'd have all these crazy motions going on. And essentially, when you're watching a baseball signal, there is an indicator that changes from week to week. So one week, the coach would say, hey, the belt's the indicator. Um, and then it would be, you know, the second signal after the belt is your call. Or immediately after I touch my hat, that, you know, that's the indicator. So having, you know, if you could figure out what's happening, you knew when a hit and run was coming. You knew when somebody was being told to swing away. You knew when a bunt was being called, if somebody's going to take off. It was a huge advantage. But to have a heads up on that is insane. Correct. Um, I saw Dave Portnoy. <laughs> he was in the stands. What a douche. He is. And it's just funny to me. Here's a guy who's like, what's the big deal? And his two favorite teams are the Pats and Michigan. Right. It's like there's a common thread here. The exact same thing has happened yeah. for the Pats. They were just up there with a camera zoomed in. Um, right unapologetically so anyway uh i hope you all get in trouble if you're doing that and i also <laughs> hope i kind of hope that if they could just lose to penn state and ohio state that would solve a lot of problems yeah it's a moot point at that point so i think it'll be some motivation there uh for those big games uh let's jump into this segment we're gonna run through afc we're gonna hit all the teams we're gonna, i'm gonna try to keep gary moving but y'all know how this is this is gonna be a shakespearean monologue stop well let's start off with the best team in the afc east miami dolphins Miami Dolphins. Uh, Tua is a sell candidate right now. Uh, I think that he has played really well. I don't think he can play better. And I don't think he gets cheaper in the hobby. Yeah, and I don't think the Dolphins make a Super Bowl run. So, with that being the case, it's a great time to sell your Tua stuff if you're looking to cash out. If you're wanting it this year. Yep, for sure. Uh, the guy that I think there's still a great buying opportunity on is Devon Achan. Uh, his stuff spiked when he got really good early in the season, and then he went on IR. He's been out for three weeks. He's got one more week out, and then he'll be back. And when he comes back, guess what he's going to do? He's still going to go back to running for 150 yards. Gash. And that offense is going to open right back up because his speed forced teams to keep a safety down, which yep. opened up the passing game. Yep. Uh, I don't disagree with anything there. I do think uh, if you are not a long hold on Tua, which I don't think there's that many long holds yet. I think there's a lot of cautiously optimistic collectors. Right. Um, I would also agree with what you're saying about Tua. He has shown quality quarterback play. He's not shown this huge playmaker ability, make impossible things happen. He's consistently good. He's he hasn't shown that he can will that team to a win right. by himself. Exactly. He doesn't put the team on his back. However, he's... He's good. So there's value there. I don't think he's going to get cheaper later this year. Um, so, yeah. But I don't it, think he's going to get less expensive. Unless, it's not going to get cheaper, but I don't think no. he's going to go up too much either. But with the AFC East, I do think they'll run a couple – I think they'll run a couple games into the playoffs. I don't think the defense is there to run them deep enough. Um, and no. then I think Philly exposed a lot that's to be worked on. Now, having a run game would have helped make that game a, a lot. Yep. But, um, yeah, I agree there everything you said. Uh, second best team in the East, Buffalo. So, Buffalo's a little bit weird. Uh, I think that the best sell opportunity, or the most important sell opportunity right now is Stefan Diggs. If you've got nice Stefan Diggs stuff, he is starting to wear his welcome out there. Yeah. He, uh, and the team is trying to have his back, and he is not wanting any part of it. 
Uh, he's losing some target share to Gabe Davis. He's one of those guys that if he's not getting 10, 12 targets a game, he's pissed. Uh, and I think he's wearing his welcome out there. His stuff has good value. It's not a terrible time to move it. Uh, the guy in Buffalo that I think is an absolute buy at this point right now, and this isn't going to sound crazy, but his stuff has dropped 25% is Josh Allen. Mm. Um, I'm a long-term Josh Allen guy. So for me, if I can buy Josh Allen at 25 or 30% of what I could four months ago, that's a win for me. Yeah. It's really interesting. He gets, he sure, he sure shoulders a lot more blame than other good quarterbacks. Correct. Because I think people saw some, he's capable of massive plays just with his athletic ability, frame size. And it's almost like become an expectation that he's going to abandon this pocket passing presence that can run. Um, But he has weapons. Yeah. And the thing with Josh Allen that's weird to me is that, he tends, to, from what I can see on the field, obviously I don't know the guy. The way he plays, it feels like he internalizes those expectations because when he has a bad game, it's because he's trying to be a hero. He's taken, he's trying to take things from the defense instead mm-hmm. of taking what they're giving him. Um, and so he is capable of a blow-up game every now and then. But I think Josh Allen is a great buying opportunity right now. All right, let's move on to the team that let the world down this year with one snap, and that snap was an Achilles, the New York Jets. That was a solid segue, it was, dude. That was a solid segue. I'll give you that. Um, so the Jets, very simple. If you are sitting on Zach Wilson stuff, it's not going to be any better than it is right now. This you is the time bring him to up. sell. Well, listen, his stuff has actually gone up. Yeah, he's won a couple games. Sell it, because he's still Zach Wilson. He's still bad at the position. Now, him winning a couple games has shown us a couple things on the rest of that roster. Yeah, that the defense is really good. That's what it's shown us, because it has not been because of him. Who are you buying? On the Jets? Garrett Wilson. Yeah. Garrett Wilson's a freaking superstar, and his stuff is dirt cheap. If Aaron Rodgers was the quarterback for that team, Garrett Wilson would be leading the NFL at every receiving category right now. I think I have two... A rookie, I have an RPA and a contenders auto, rookie auto, and I think the last time I priced those would have been you know right at the beginning of the season, five seven bucks. Uh, yeah, Garrett Garrett Wilson <laughs> stuff is really affordable, and he's a uh, he is receiver wise, I think, really close to the same level of player as like Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson. He has shown some special stuff, yeah, for sure. Um, Brees Hall's not a terrible buy either, but well, we're only Garrett doing one. Great. We're only doing one. We don't do Christmas decorations yet. We're only doing one. Okay. Pats. Well, that's a tough just one. Sell everything. Yeah, I mean, there's not really a a great guy to sell. I mean, if you're still sitting on Zeke Elliott stuff, I guess I would try to sell it, but his career's done. Uh, they don't have really anybody on that team that has a lot of value right now. Uh, buying opportunity wise, I, I'm with you. I don't know. I don't know that the Ramondre Stevenson maybe <laughs> I was say it this like same. question I, mark. I guess. <laughs> uh, the team's just bad, and one of the things that I think we're really starting to see there there was never a Patriots way. There was never there was the Brady way. Maybe uh, Bel- it was the Brady. Here we way. go. Here's the buy. Belichick memorabilia. Belichick rookie cards. Ninety one pro set. The ninety one pro set. <laughs> Browns silky. Does jacket. he autograph anything? It, does he talk to anybody Could outside you imagine? of the building? Uh, Mr. Belichick. I don't know. 
we're, we're moving on to next week. All right. <laughs> I did like some of those interviews. <laughs> I said it like he's not around anymore. All right, let's move on. Let's move to the next division. Okay, what do we got? Uh, Baltimore. Oh, I like it. I like it a lot. Um, sell opportunity right now. Uh, this is going to sound a little bit, little bit over the top, but I think it's the right thing to do. Zay Flowers has played really, really well. If you have rookie stuff this year of Zay Flowers, the one thing that has been true forever in Baltimore is that wide receivers in Baltimore die. They go there to die. It's true, and it's it's sad and unnecessary. So with that being the case, Zay Flowers stuff has spiked a little bit. It's probably never going to get too much higher than it is right now. Um, the buy opportunity, again, Lamar Jackson stuff dropped, and Lamar Jackson is playing better than he has since his MVP year. Why do you think he is disliked? I think holdouts always affect people. I think this is going to sound a little nutty, but I think it's the case. One, there's concern with injuries. He's missed a few games every year the last few years. But unlike Mahomes and a few of these other African-American quarterbacks, Lamar, and, and there's nothing wrong with this, but to make sure I preface this, Lamar oozes that he is an African-American quarterback in all of the senses of the word that make it great and plays into a lot of the old stereotypes about African-American quarterbacks. So the hobby got super high on him after his big MVP year, and then his stuff has just died since then. He's still one of the top 10 quarterbacks in the NFL. I would argue that if you give him the same weapons and the same coaching and the same offensive scheme that Mahomes has, he would put up very similar numbers. Yeah. So long-term, his stuff is down. You can buy his optic-rated rookies raw for 15 bucks. So to be a little bit more direct. Yeah. You and I have been to several card shows where people will just start talking oh, mad yeah. about Lamar, and then you're like, Oh, that dude's just racist. Yeah, like, <laughs> like you you give them actual facts, and they oh well, 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 well. It, it, I think that plays into a lot of it, yeah. though. As much as that sucks, a little bit of shut up and dribble vibes. Yeah, yeah. very much. So, and one of the things, yeah. in, in I don't disagree. Yeah, well, I mean, in the hobby, one of the things that that you see, unfortunately, is there is a more than small contingent that falls into that category. Oh, for Go ahead. sure. Yeah, next. It's pathetic and stupid and dumb. And I agree. If you can get Lamar. You'll be glad down the road. Yep. Uh, Pittsburgh. Well, it's about a week too late to sell your Kenny Pickett stuff. <laughs> I'm glad I sold mine. Oh, you had the to three or to, to five? five. Yeah. I'm glad yeah. I sold it a month ago. Um, Steelers are kind of in the same boat uh, as the Patriots. There's not a lot there to love. Uh, George Pickens is probably a decent sell at this point because he's going to have Mitch Trubisky thrown to him for the rest of the year, mm -hmm. uh, at least for several weeks. And it's not like Kenny Pickett was lighting up to him. I think Pickens is a really skilled receiver, but it doesn't matter how good you are if your quarterback is not good. Yeah. Um, the buy, in my opinion, in Pittsburgh, and it's been the buy for two years, and it'll be a buy for another year. T.J. Watt is still not given the respect in the hobby that he deserves. And this dude is a first ballot Hall of Fame Pass rushing linebacker for a team that has a history of that. So, it's twofold. Yes, I agree. He's not given the respect in general. However, Steelers collectors are super fans, and 
TJ Watt has super fans. He kind of has this like superhero, uh, what's the word? Aura. Yeah. Aura. But you can still Aura. buy his stuff really cheap. It's his still affordable. Stuff is cheap. I mean, I sold a rookie silver for fifteen bucks. Yeah. Prison, like, um, but people will buy it. People will buy the it. Same year, Deshaun Watson silver's a hundred bucks. Yeah. I would I would rather yeah. have five or six T.J. Watt rookies than a Deshaun Watson rookie all day long. You PC defensive players, though. I think that's only a- two. <laughs> I'm the same way. If uh, Jason Taylor, uh, <laughs> Ed Oliver, Ed Aaron Oliver, Donald, Zach Thomas. I, well, he line, he defensive linebacker, but anyway, um, Cleveland. Yeah, I, we you, can't not talk about. Go ahead, you go first. Yeah. Uh, so the the sell again. If you've got Deshaun Watson stuff, good luck trying to sell. I think realistically, the sell right now is Nick Chubb. He's gonna come back, but get what you can because who knows? Reposition, um, yeah. Buy wise, again, another defensive player whose rookie say. stuff is cheap. Miles Garrett is a freaking he is monster. People have moved on from the whole hitting somebody with a helmet thing. Did you see him jump? Over yeah, the yeah. line and block a yeah, field goal. Yeah, he's insane. Jesus. Like, the man is six foot is five, he a more, 270 pounds. He's a more athletic Aaron Donald. Well, he's just a huge, he's so much Say bigger. It. He's more athletic. Well, he, he's not, you can't even really compare the two because Aaron Donald's like a six foot, he's like a fire hydrant with pass rush moves. Miles Garrett is like a different genetic. You know how Andy looks to us? Let's Miles Garrett looks like that to stories, Andy. But. I, I do think he is more athletic, Aaron Donald. He has, on the skill set, he's a freak yes. in the same way. But then he can also jump over the line and have the athletic ability to catch a ball out of the mid The difference you know? is, is he can't play inside. Yeah, Aaron Donald can play Very inside. Different. Yep, yeah. Yep. Um, wow, so far we're on the same page here. Let's go down to Cincinnati. Uh, this was a, that was, I was really excited about this one. Uh, Cincinnati sell. Jamar Chase. And I love Jamar Chase. I think Jamar Chase is one of the three best receivers in the NFL. Uh, I also don't think his prices are going to go up much higher than they are right now. A year ago, I would have been surprised to see that they are where they are and not higher because of the excitement around the Burrow connection. But I think that calf injury and the slow start has played into that. Yep. Because when you look at the hobby, it's not just – how is someone performing? It's how are they performing at the right time for the hobby? Yep. So at the start of the season, people are like, who do we get excited about? What train are we getting on? They don't want to wait around for week three to see if it starts to pick up. He's still doing really good. I don't disagree with you. Um, if you're not hanging on to him for a long time, I'd move him and you can reposition in the offseason. Correct. And then the buy is Joe Burrow. His stuff fell during the Bengals' slow start. He didn't look good, but he was hurt. He's healthy now. And now all of a sudden, he looks just like he used to. It's crazy. I was buying low-end graded stuff in PSA slabs. Nines. A lot of nines. And they were going for cheap. 15, 20 bucks. Yep. Yeah. So double and triple that now. Um, And it's going to keep climbing through the rest of the season. Um, All right. Division Swift. What do we got now? Jacksonville. Ooh, another fun one. Uh, Sell Calvin Ridley or Christian Kirk. Either one. Christian Kirk stuff has probably gone up more than Calvin Ridley stuff has because Christian Kirk's had a really great start to the year, but he's a slot receiver. It's like when uh, Hunter Renfro got hot for the Raiders a couple years ago. Yeah. If you held your Hunter Ren- Renfro stuff, you're a moron. Don't hold slot receiver stuff. Sell it. Um, Trevor Lawrence is still cheap, guys. So is Travis Etienne, but Trevor Lawrence is still cheap for who he is. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, I think, objectively is one of the top 10 quarterbacks in the league. 
He uh, plays like somebody that's going to be around for a long time. Yeah, and he's not putting up a crazy stat line, but if you just watch him play. He's leading the team. Yeah, like he's going to win a lot of games. That team's really good. So that that's my thought process on Jacksonville. A team where our perspective is a lot different than we thought it would be a year ago. Okay. Houston. Yeah. Uh, Houston is playing pretty well. I think they're going to end the year somewhere around 500, either 9-8 and eight or 8-9, eight and nine, somewhere in that range, which is light years better than I think anybody expected from them. Um, the sell in Houston, uh, as much as it pains me to say it, uh, especially if it's mid-range stuff, since he doesn't have any licensed autos, I think C.J. Stroud is a really strong person to sell right now. Uh, he's the leader in the clubhouse for rookie of the year as it sits right now. He's playing really well, not making mistakes, and he looks like a long-term fit for that organization. More so than even I thought he would be at this point. Yeah. I knew he had talent, but especially those Buckeye quarterbacks, it's just been a history of can they actually melt into any other program. Yeah. 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 So I think that uh, that he's a, a sell uh, possibility right now. Um the buy to me uh, is Nico Collins. Uh, his stuff has gone up, but he is fourth or fifth in the NFL in receiving yards right now. He's a top five statistical receiver in the league right now. He's huge. He's got a great catch radius. I was kind of talking him up last year, and then the Davis Mills experiment went poorly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now that he's got Stroud thrown to him, he looks like what his potential was, and he's still. You can buy his blue hypers and scopes and things like that for eight bucks, nine bucks. Um, whereas Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson's are mm-hmm. forty bucks. Yeah, right. So, all right, uh, Tennessee. Let's go to the Titans. Ooh, my answer a week ago would have been differently. Different. Uh, I think right now you got to sell any Will Levis stuff that you have. I just don't know that it's going to get better than a four-touchdown, no-interception debut as a starter. <laughs> it's pretty solid. Uh, I don't know that it's going to get better than his stuff tripling overnight. Uh, he would have to go out and do this for four more weeks for it to go yeah. up. So sell it. If you've got nice stuff, sell I'm sitting on a stained glass that I hope I sell this week. Yeah. Um, the buy uh, potential in Tennessee is not – huge uh <laughs> it's pretty worn out Tajay Spears maybe uh rookie running back he backs up Derrick Henry he's looked good in spot duty and Derrick Henry is starting to look like a running back that's carried the ball 1500 times so he's gonna get more touches is correct what that means yeah yeah and, and his stuff's cheap you know you can buy his mosaic rookies for a couple bucks all right let's head north okay now you're gonna be a little excited to have this conversation let's all right go up to Indianapolis oh <laughs> you know what I'm gonna say You've already been preaching it for years and all he's done What's he done since he got there? They haven't. They've won. He's he's two and two as a starter for him this year. So Minshew, if any of you that golf, you all know somebody that's a scrambler. Yes, he just figures that shit out. They never put together three holes that looked good, but somehow they made par on all three of them. Yeah, and managed to squeeze a birdie out. And they were hitting out of the trees at some point. That's me. And they blew past the (laughs) hole. But they just scrambled, figured it out. He is a scrapper and a competitor, and he's going to win. And for whatever reason, people don't like to talk positively about him, which he's is to your advantage. So swaggy, too. Like, it's just, so is he the buy or the sell? I'm he's sorry. a buy. Yeah. Like, I, so who's your sell then? In Indianapolis, yeah. Michael Pittman. Mm. Michael Pittman is going to 
I think there's a decent chance he's not even on the team next year. Wow. Uh, he's started running his mouth mm. about not being used enough. Josh Downs, who they drafted this year, has played really, really well. He had a pretty good week last week. He's though, had right? three or four good weeks in a row. Um, Pittman, though. No, Pittman had one touchdown on three catches on seven targets last okay. week. Well, he got me points right away. Yeah. <laughs> um, but in general, I think he is he's the sell. It's not like his stuff is huge value, but it's going to have even less. Okay. Uh, and on on a on another note there, this is a little sneaky. I know we're doing one, and I was going to talk about Minshew. Uh, Jonathan Taylor looks like Jonathan Taylor. Yep. He, he's back, you... and he looks like Jonathan Taylor. Yeah. So he's cheap. Don't yeah. be afraid. Um, I'm so tired of talking about this team and hearing about this team. Can we do this quickly? Okay. Kansas what is City. It? Yeah, we can We can do it quickly. The media is ruining their team for me. <laughs> I'm not even going to say her name. No, you don't need to. So, so um, She has nothing to do with football. Quit talking about it. Nobody cares. Yeah. Uh, sell Patrick Mahomes. What if they talked about... What if they talked about everyone Dennis Robin was quote unquote dating? The best part about the this Bulls years. is you said, I don't want to do this. I'm just going to be I'm fast. I'm just tired of it. I'm no. trying to be fast and you're just going there on. I go. Sorry. Sell Patrick Mahomes. Not because he's bad, because he's not. He's awesome. Uh, but his stuff is, it's already got seven Super Bowl wins baked into the price. Yeah. If you've got it and you want cash, sell it. You'll yeah. sell it easy, make your money. It's not going to go up much. Um, the buy to, can I give you two? No. You can't. You Can have I to do. just quit? No, because you, know, you, no, you, you keep on. doing this. You keep doing this. You keep getting because you want to sound smart. Just pick one. Let other people tell you the one you missed. It's good for content. Rashi Rice. Okay, yeah. Cool. Why? He's looking like the only outside receiver they have that's worth any shits at all. Mm-hmm. Um, the other guy was going Nope, to, nope. We're going on. another one of their nope, receivers. No, we're going on to the Chargers. We're going on to the Chargers. You're the worst. Travis Kelsey, go ahead. Next. Hey, guys, we did all that for him to say Travis Kelsey. <laughs> hey, guys, buy Travis Kelsey. Go ahead. His rookie stuff's still too cheap. It is very cheap. But that yeah. year is cheap. Yeah, it's still too cheap. He was a rookie the same year as Le'Veon, right? 14, yeah. Yep. No, 13. 13. 13, yeah. Because everybody has the score. Yeah. Score green. Yeah. Score what? Was that Odell's rookie year, too? He was 12. 12, yeah. yeah. A similar card. Not yeah. the same. Uh, moving right along, the Chargers. Chargers. What, what's going on with Herbert, man? What do you mean what's going on with Herbert? People are down on him. Well, again. He does have a broken finger now. He has a broken finger, but again, basketball is the only sport where one superstar can carry you to lots of wins. So it's weak. the only sport. They've got a terrible head coach. Brandon Staley's just freaking awful. Okay. Um. Herbert is still somehow helping them get to a 500 record and he's throwing the ball with authority and his stuff is cheap. Mm -hmm. Right? Like it doesn't make an ounce of sense. Like he's still probably the most expensive player they have. Um, If I'm putting money on who I would sell right now on the chargers, I don't think there's anybody that I would be going out trying my hardest to sell because I think that they're all still cheaper than they should be. Yeah. Austin Eckler's cheaper than he should be. Um, all those guys are the buy for them. In my opinion, again, we're back on my defensive side of the things. Uh, Khalil Mack is playing his way back into the hall of fame conversation. Mm. 
had a six sack game this year. He's That's pretty hard leading the NFL in yep. pass rush win rate. Um, and looks like the force and terror that he was all those years in Los Angeles. And his rookie stuff is still really cheap. All right. Moving along to a program that has everything buttoned up really well, uh, Las Vegas Raiders. <laughs> oh, you talk about a shit show. Uh, Josh McDaniels gets fired this week along with their GM. Uh, they elevate a guy who's never been anything other than a low-level position coach uh, who used to play in the league to be the interim head coach in Antonio Pierce. Uh, shout out New York Giants linebacker. And they have decided that going forward from here to the end of the year, Aiden O'Connell is the starting quarterback. Rookie, Purdue, fifth-round pick. Not the worst buy. Is he in all – what is he in? Everything. He's Everything that's been out so okay. far. Uh, he has autos out there. He is, when it comes to quarterbacks, especially rookies that are starters, it's really hard if you get them early and cheap to lose money on them mm-hmm. because people want to give them a chance to be successful, right? Um, look at all the people still holding out hope for Zach Wilson. Like, it's just, yeah, they, they want them to be successful. Yeah. Uh, so I would be trying to buy some Aiden O'Connell. I'm selling my Devontae Adams. Yeah. Devontae's, again, he's going to be a Hall of Famer, um, but he's over it there. Yeah. And when Devontae Adams' attitude goes south, his production goes south. That's very evident. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, last team we're talking about, and it's a little bit of a different story than it was last time we talked about him. Okay. Denver Broncos. Yeah. Uh, they're starting to play a little bit better after that 70 points got hung on them. Uh, we talked about this a couple weeks ago. Russell Wilson's not having a bad year, guys, at all. Uh, he's outperforming Patrick Mahomes statistically. And the Broncos are now 3-5. and five. I don't think they're a good team, but I don't think they're going to be historically bad like I thought they might be. Uh, they're starting to kind of put it together a little bit. Russell Wilson's still cheap. Russell Wilson still very much, I think, a Hall of Fame quarterback, uh, unless he just does some dumb, dumb, dumb stuff. Which he's capable of. Correct. Uh, but I still think Russell Wilson is on a Hall of Fame track as a quarterback. So, anytime that you can buy potentially Hall of Fame quarterbacks for 30 to 40% of what they were at their peak, mm-hmm. uh, that's never a, a terrible play. I would only buy slab stuff and I would only buy chrome stuff. And if you can get short print stuff, do that. Um, the sell in Denver, in my opinion, is Jerry Judy. Um, he's playing about as well as he has his whole career, and that isn't saying much. <laughs> so get what you can out of him at if you must. this point. <laughs> yeah, if if you must. he's yeah. If you can, uh, he would be the guy that I would be dumping if it was me. Uh, you were winded, but not long-winded. You were appropriately winded. I appreciate that. Uh, that's the closest I'm going to give you to a compliment. I'll take it. This has been the Ball Car Show, the sports podcast. For the sports collector. And bye now. Peace.